Hello, real quick, before the episode starts, I just wanted to mention uh, that in addition to recording audio, like I usually do, uh, I actually went ahead and pointed a camera at this one, too. So, uh, if you're curious what I look like when I say, hey everybody, welcome to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show, uh, that curiosity can now be satisfied at youtube.com slash Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin, where uh, instead of just listening to this episode, uh, you can also watch it. And uh, if you don't want to do that, I'm not offended. I get it. And uh, good news. The regular old audio version of the episode is starting now. Welcome to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show. I'm Jeff Rubin, and today in Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Studios, I am welcoming an old friend of mine, uh, Matt Little. He is a comedian, uh, podcaster, he reviews comic books, uh, and recently he shot a video called Pizza Rat. Matt, welcome to the show. Jeff, what's going on, man? I feel like... Uh, just like when Mike Still was on the show, I do have to do a disclaimer that we went to college together, and that's yes. fun. And, um... You know, I feel like when Mike was on the show, we maybe went on a battle <laughs> for us for some time. You know, I met someone recently. Uh, I met a mutual friend of ours. And when I was explaining that I knew you, one of the first things they said was, oh, were you in the skateboarding video? Oh, wow. Which, which, you which were, blew I was my mind. Report, you were not. You were no. not in that video. But you had would, you would graduated by then because you're a little older than me. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the year after. So there's a video called Skateboarding with an 8 in there. So like skateboarding that I made with some friends in college mm-hmm. that uh, you can go, I don't know, look up on the internet. And if you put those words in with Jeff Rubin, you'll find it. But that's not what we're here. Even though, I mean, that's a video from 2004. We're here to talk about a video from 2015, a very recent video you made uh, called Pizza Rat, which blew up. It was uh, on websites, you know, Buzz feed and gawker but then also then the next level of like tv like cnn today show etc and then probably the next level after that which is like remixes and fan art like this was uh this is a straight up legit meme this is a class five meme we're talking about here right oh thank you yeah it was it i don't even think i've kind of grasped how big it got um, how many so is this a video how many views does it have approximately it's almost at eight million tonight 8 million views. I feel like its impact is disproportionate with that number, 8 million, to be honest. Yeah, because you look at something like, um, in the terms of like viral videos and things like that, you have things like uh, Charlie Bit My Finger, right? Which has, it's like a decade of views building up. Yeah. Off chance, someone is part of the, uh, outside that group of 8 million people that have seen it. Uh, what, What are we talking about here? What is this video? Okay, so... This was, uh, I'll flash you back a little bit. About a month ago, I was coming home. Um, I perform and work at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in the East Village. And a bunch of my friends of mine, a bunch of my friends of mine and I, um, we closed the theater down after we had a show. And then we closed it down. And we watched WWE Night of Champions mm-hmm. in the theater afterwards on the uh, on the screen. and That's a pay-per-view? Yes, Uh, Now now called network specials because they're on the WWE network exclusively. I'm out of the loop. Anyway, it's fair. So this is late. Yeah, yeah. So it was really late. I mean, it's like two thirty, three in the morning. We stayed out because a, a friend, my friend Phil was in town mm-hmm. for a wedding and he was in, he's a big wrestling fan. So I was like, okay, I'll make it, uh, you know, this is a Sunday night. I'll stay out and hang out with him. Won't get a chance later. So 
I'm heading home with my buddy Pat. We're at the first Pat Bear. Pat Bear. I just want to name check Pat because uh, oh, yeah. he's so wonderful, such a wonderful person. Who you can see if you watch Broad City, the episode where Abby has the uh, dental hallucination. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the Whole Foods bagger that is uh, checking people out. He's like the burly man with the beard and the glasses. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, but he and I were heading home together and we got it. We walked into the subway station and looked down on the stairs and there's a rat dragging pizza down the stairs. What subway station? Oh, this is the L station at First Avenue and 14th Street. Oh, so, oh, because you're at UCB East. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I took my phone out because to me, you know, you see something sometimes and you tell your friends later like, oh, I saw this thing and they're like, yeah, okay. And I shot this purely just to say like, no, let me prove it to you. How often do you shoot a video like that? Uh, every once in a while, like there, there are things. What's another one of those you shot? You know, um, oh, it was a, it was a guy doing like, it was a guy doing Showtime, mm-hmm. uh, on the, uh, on the L train. Showtime for those that don't live in New York. <laughs> doing <laughs> yeah. Showtime means getting on this train, declaring it's Showtime and then break dancing for money. I, I mean, love, I love that they declare that it's Showtime. <laughs> yeah. It's not, can we perform for you? It's yeah, yeah. move. It's Showtime. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a guy doing some amazing stunts, uh, on the, uh, some amazing pole work, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. both vertical and horizontal. So sometimes it's pretty good. I'll tell you what the, you know, some of those guys are really, really talented and like a lot of the hat flippers, a lot of things that they'll do is, is they'll bounce, they'll bounce their hat like off elbows, knees, catch it with their foot, fl- uh, like flip it in the air, catch it with their teeth, flip it again. It lands perfectly on their head. Um, yeah. I have a hard time dressing in the morning, <laughs> right, right. something like that. And it's on a moving train too. Yes. So that's another one you shot as a showtime. Was there right. anything remarkable about that? It was just one of those like, oh my God, this guy's so good. Another one was uh, Labor Day last year. I was on the J train um, coming home at like 11 and there was a 60 year old man drunk scream singing better than Ezra. Awesome. Yeah, uh, that's worth recording. I was like, Did you upload that? Uh, I didn't upload that. I guess that's like a person, you know, like yeah. he has like privacy and stuff and right. such or something like that. But Pizza Rat, you did. And how, I got a few more questions. First of all, do we know what pizzeria this was? Do you have any sense? Uh, it's that First Avenue L. Yeah, I have no idea. Because there's like a bunch of dollar slice places over there and stuff. And you got like a, I think the closest pizza joint to that station is Vinny Vincenzo. Which is like between 13th and 14th, but it's across the street. You know what I'm going to propose we do is pause this interview for a moment. Text Scott, Scott Wiener of Scott's Pizza Tour. Yes. Get some pizza CSI on this. Maybe he'll get back to us beforehand. Yes. Uh, before, before the interview's over. I'm just going to text Scott real quick. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, let's do this. That's actually a brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hasn't this come up already? Is it? Have, have none of the other interviewers demanded to know what slice of pizza it was? He finally got he finally got looped into it. Uh, I think about a week and a half in, he like discovered that I was the person that did it on Facebook and was was like, you shot this video that everybody's been sending me. Yeah, that is a thing about knowing Scott is like everyone, people know that he's into pizza and like everyone sends him pizza links all the time. It's so hard to send Scott a pizza link that he hasn't seen before. Right. And like, so yeah, people were sending him pizza rat. And so I'm going to tell him that it was the first Avenue L stop. We will see. Maybe we'll get uh, some. This is a very important piece of the interview to me. I need to know this piece of information. And then I guess the other question is like, 
is it how quickly did you decide to start shooting? Like, did you see? Because in the video, which is pretty short, you only see the rat go down maybe three to five stairs. I don't know, something like that. Like, only the second half of the stairs. Did you see him going down the first half? He was on. It, so I started shooting as soon, like, so I saw him going down like the first stair. And it took me like another stair and a half for me to fumble my phone out of my pocket to uh, to get it open and start recording. I pretty much tried to do it as quickly as possible just because, again, I was like, this is insane. And I think if the slice were smaller or like if it was half a half a piece of pizza or something, it wouldn't have been as big a deal. But it looked enormous. It is just weird just to see an entire slice of pizza discarded on the ground like that. Like, you know, usually buy as much pizza as you want. Right. And it was it. It looked like it usually had been the opposite there. problem, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it, it looked like it had been there for a while too, because it was pretty stiff. Um, a lot of people were. I think a lot of people look at the video and they're like, "Oh, that's uh, that looks like just a cheese pizza." But for most of the video, it's flipped over hmm. and it leaves no drippings of any kind anywhere. Like it was just cardboard at that point. So someone had dropped it a while ago. It's entirely possible that that little rodent had brought it from even farther away than we realize because there's no attendees uh at that station like yeah. above uh above the stairwell it looked you know not like a fancy slice of pizza you no. know it looked like a, it looked like a very traditional new york slice of pizza okay video on your phone you yes. get on the subway are you like watching it the whole way home are you like i think i got something about like i got something here <laughs> was it, or was it, did you forget about it like i did i did i completely how forgot long about was it between that and uploading it um so that i shot that you know it was like 2 30 in the morning or whatever i went home i immediately went to bed i woke up at like nine and I'm very impressed with your work. You went to bed at 2.30 and got up at 9. I'm very yeah. impressed already. Oh, thank you. I um, I looked at my phone. I looked at my phone looking for footage of my performance from the show the night before. And the first video that was on there was the pizza rat. And I went, oh, right. I forgot that I shot this. And I let it sit there for a little while. And then, you know, I made breakfast. I started answering emails. I wrote a little bit. And then at around noon, I think, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that up because it's actually really funny. I watched it again. So like I found like the 15 seconds because mm-hmm. I put it on Instagram first mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to find the, uh, the right 15 seconds. And I picked that out of it. It's like tw- the original is like 21 seconds long. So there's a, a director's cut out there. So there is, there is, uh, there's unab- a director's cut. pizza rat. Yeah. Soon there will be a producer's cut after that. <laughs> Pat bear will have his own. <laughs> this is how I saw it happen. Um, but I, so like I put it up at noon And what I noticed was I pushed it out to Facebook from Instagram. Right. And what I noticed was that my friends were liking it and stuff, but they started sharing it and they shared it about eight times in 20 minutes. And that never happens. And then I had people ask me to make it public and I didn't realize that it wasn't public. It was friends only. Mm -hmm. So I switched it to public and like those numbers doubled really? in the next half hour. So it's yeah. like a movie where you're like, that's like almost a cliche shot in the movie at this point. Like the view count going like the, uh, you know, going up like a, like an odometer. Oh yeah. But it, so, so I did that too. And so this, like, I know this sounds this like is, it. Yeah. Okay, okay. My roommate comes home, right? Uh-huh. This is like an hour later and I'm talking to him and I go, oh, hey, look at this dumb video that I shot last night that all my friends are sharing. 
um, on Facebook and he looked at it and just went stone faced and looked me in the eye. I like you were talking about the movie thing. I swear to God, this happened. He looks me in the eye and goes, dude, you need to put that on YouTube right now. Wow. That will go viral. And wow. I went, yeah. Okay. And he goes, no, I'm serious. Dummy. Shut up and put your phone down and put it up. And I said, uh, okay. Cause like, it's not going to hurt anything. So I put it up on YouTube. I monetized, I, I turned monetization on, um, cause I'm gross. And, uh, and then I, uh, I emailed Gawker and Gothamist cause I thought, well, you know, I put it up. Let's see. Oh, and nothing. That's not gross to monetize it, but keep going. Okay. I, some people, the way that some people have been approaching me about it, have made me feel kind of like, Ugh. really? Why? Yeah. What's the objection? I think I think it's only because they don't understand how YouTube works and that that's a thing that you can actually that's an do. Okay. Yeah. So you sent it to Gawker Gothamist. What'd they say? Um, I didn't think I. What I thought it was going to be was one of those like midday. So Gothamist, for anyone that's uh, out there that doesn't right, read people it, not in New um, York. Yeah. So you know they do a lot of. Uh, posts where it's like it's a hundred word post and it's just like oh here's a photo of something gross from our city happy monday afternoon Mm -hmm. and that's what i thought this was gonna be so i hit send and um you know how gmail shows you how many minutes ago you sent an email i guess sure yeah so so uh i hit i hit it refreshed my browser and already had a reply within less than a minute and they were just to like the anonymous tips line, like um, tips at Gawker, yeah. or Gawker or tips at Gothamist or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. Gothamist was the one that replied. Gawker didn't say anything, but they put it up, and they put it up at like two, and I think it was the Gawker article because around three. What's your email? Just like, hey guys, just heads up. I shot this video of a rat with a slice of pizza. Thought it'd be a great fit for your site. Like, let me know if you feature it. Yeah. Is that it? Did I do it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I was like, look at this. Well, I said something like, look at this gross thing I saw last night. I thought it was pretty funny. You might you might think it's interesting. Uh, have a great day. Uh-huh. And they, um, so yeah, Gawker didn't say anything. And at around three o'clock, I started to get, my email started blowing up because the hit count on YouTube, I think, was behind as well, because mm-hmm. it was still only telling me it had like 500 views, which to me was like, oh my God, 500 people watch this? That's insane. Totally, always. And well, then, I, I always say that with internet video, and I think I've said it before on this podcast, with reference to skateboarding, like I remember making skateboarding, yeah. and we showed it to like a living room full of our friends, and every, and people laughed, and we were like, that was great, what fun, you know? And it was just like, we just showed it, because there, uh, there was like no YouTube or whatever, so we just like showed it to 16 people, and we're like, all right, that was great, like what are we doing next, you know? Yeah. So like, I still think that when I see numbers like 500, it's like 500 people. Okay. So yeah. On. And uh, it's, it's so weird because you want to put, you put something out there and you're like, oh, I hope someone likes it. And it's like, if anyone does, yeah, you know, it's like, this is thrilling. And then, well, so this is all the day you uploaded it. This is, this is the day. This is within three and a half hours of uploading. Oh man. I got great. an email. What time is this? Is it like the afternoon? This is, this is like 10 after three. Okay. My email starts blowing up. Right. And I got a couple emails from legitimate, like time magazine emailed me and I went, what? And I, you're thought, the man of the year. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I called my mom. I thought, I thought, Oh, I finally done something that, I can tell my mom, oh, hey, here's a thing that you've heard of that is like interested in talking to me about something. So I called her and I was like, Time Magazine just like, I put this weird video up and they just emailed me. And as I'm talking to her, my phone's just going and my iPad is. And these are emails, like you get notifications for emails. Yeah. Okay. And like my iPad is dinging and dinging and dinging. And I went back and I had gotten. Who's emailing you? These are all news organizations at this point. And they're like, we want to use your clip? Yes. On TV or on our website? Both. Oh, my God. 
just like within three hours, they were just like, this is it. That was what was so striking about, I thought about Pizza Rat, was that it, the, this, you know, I've been in this internet game sometime. I've seen sure. my share of memes. And uh, the, uh, but Pizza Rat w- went from like, I've never heard of it before to like, we all agree this is a thing in like record time, you know, to like, oh, you haven't heard about it yet? Like the gap from hearing it to, oh, you haven't heard of Pizza Rat was just an afternoon. It was so quick. It was literally hours. I have, I have people who told me that they saw it on Facebook when I put it up and they went, oh yeah, that's cute. And then two hours later said, my entire, I took my headphones off and I realized that everyone was talking about your video. And I was like, oh, well that's, that's, how does that, I don't know that I've ever been in a situation where I was working on something and everyone was immediately talking about a thing that had happened like that. When did you realize like, this is, this is a thing like we're, we're, we're sitting on, we're sitting on oil here. <laughs> well, it was around. So at, at like seven, Fox five asked to interview me on camera. And I said, can we do it near UCB? My girlfriend has a show there. I want to go see it. I said, yeah. And as I was talking to them, I started getting these emails from licensing companies. Uh, I'd never heard of this before. And they're all offering me money. And then I'm also getting fake emails, like from like skeevy people saying, (laughs) Hey, can you sign this real quick so we can get your video out there? And I was like, wow, you must, think I'm really dumb. Like, that's the vaguest thing you could say. <laughs> so, that's interesting. So, you've got, like, shysters coming after you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. they want you to... What are they, What did, What would they want you to sign? Like, the right... The what do, Yeah, what do they want you to sign? The rights to the footage, I guess? Yeah, basically. So, there's an entire market of companies that exist out there. Uh, and most of the viral videos, I think, that, that have hit over seven figures and then are just, like, kind of randomly out there. Double Rainbow, Charlie Bit My Finger, things like that. They're all licensed. Uh, they're, they have licensing agents. Which makes sense because Double Rainbow Guy, probably not dealing with Madison Avenue and, like, you know, selling things. Uh, but that clip, it's in commercials. It's in, like, uh, yeah. movies and stuff. Like, I don't know. It, I, this makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, there. Um, but you'd never heard of this industry before. I didn't know that that was out there for viral videos, and because I had left my email after, so from like three thirty till seven o'clock, I was literally trying to keep up with everything coming in, and I'm doing this all by myself. And um, my roommates are like laughing and freaking out about it, um, and I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to stay on top of it. It's it's it was overwhelming to be honest, and. I was like, okay, I need to get out of the house. I went to my girlfriend's show and I got there and everyone at the theater had already seen that it had blown up. And I looked at the hit count on my phone before her show started and it was in six figures. And I like, you know how like people say like, oh, my mouth fell open. And I think I've said that before. It actually, that was the first time I ever experienced like my jaw going slack. That's where it comes from. It actually happens sometimes. Yeah. Like a few a handful in your life. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of them. Um, and, and I was, uh, so anyways, because I had like left my email and I wasn't responding to anybody, these companies were like throwing more emails at me and they, I guess they thought I was playing hardball, but I was really away from my computer. Well, they must do this all the time. And like, I guess anytime there's one of these and like yours was difficult to miss that afternoon. Yeah. Uh, that they, they know the other companies are emailing like them, but I guess it's like, it was, 
It's just like, it's funny that the, they're moving so quickly that they're like, even when you're just not responding, like, all right, he's playing hardball. We got to up the offer here. Yeah, it felt like uh, it, it felt like a microcosm of like boiler room. Right, right, right. So th- that's incredible. Do you have do you know have any sense of like what the tip was it Gawker or Gothamist? Like wasn't one of those websites like sort of how the tipping point where people it started to spread beyond your friends? I think it was I think it was Gawker. Gothamist had put it up like an hour and a half before that, but it seems to me because Gawker Media has their hands in so many other uh sites. You know what I mean? Like they're they're involved in so many other like widespread uh blogs and news sites and stuff like that. I think because they have that reach. Yeah, you know what's interesting about Gawker and something I actually recently learned about Gawker is that there are humans that actually read it. There's humans that check that site. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought, I thought it was just a thing that they talked about on TMZ it, it when didn't like occur someone to me anyone would actually go and read it, but it turns <laughs> yeah. out they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I think I think they were definitely the tipping point where um you know, after that, after they put it up, people chased after it from there, reposting from there and well everyone and that's the thing about these is like anyone who posts videos is looking at sort of the same sites and looking at Gawker or whatever. So like yeah. once once you get to one of them, if it's good and like if people are catch if it's catching people other people will check it out. I guess the other question, this is like sort of the big question is like why do you think it spreads so quickly? Um I, you know it's 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 an interesting thing. I think because there's no like a lot of times with with a clip like this, there's someone yelling in the background or something like that. Um, there's there's almost no there's no background noise except for you can hear Pat say a couple things in it, but other than that, it's it's pretty quiet mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's just an image of this thing. So people were kind of able to like take whatever they wanted or put whatever they want on it. I like it. it. It's a conversation starter. Yeah, because I've gotten the question a lot, what do you think Pizza Rat is? And I was having a lot of fun with that. Who the, asked? Wait, you've gotten the question a lot from who? From all these news media organizations? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of, a lot of people. How many interviews have you done about this? Um, mm, I'd say a couple dozen. Cool. Yeah. I, my goal is to be the most in depth. Yeah. Oh, I'm, and if, if I'm going to do it with anyone, it's going to be you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, what is Pizza Rat about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, I I thought it was fun when people would ask me that. That well, what? Did, let me ask you this: like, what did, what did you think it was about? I mean, I don't know what it's about. I can think of a few trajectories on which it, I think it spread. Yeah, uh, but I want I want your answer though. You're you're much more. Cool. I'll tell you mine, but I, I, I need to hear your answer first. Okay, um, I think that uh, I think that one. It was a Monday. Right. Okay. I think that's why it took off so quickly. And there wasn't a lot going on in the news cycle. Timing, luck. People were prepping for the Pope in the city, so there wasn't mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of uh there wasn't a whole lot of like, you know, clamor for, for news. I think if it would have happened Tuesday or Wednesday, it would have been lost in the conversations about the Pope coming into town. Um and I think that the other thing was like I've heard a lot of people say that they see um they see this as like a, the quintessential New York. Yeah, image. that was going to be like, one of the things I said. Was it's a rat's pizza, pizza subway. subway. It's yeah. so New Yorky, but it spread. So that explains some of it, but it spread well beyond New York. Right? You know, like yeah. it became a. Na- I mean, I'm in New York, so I don't know. Maybe I don't have a great sense of if it lit up Kansas City the same way. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. But as far as in terms of like, 
it was on all these shows. Uh, it, se- it seems like it became a national thing. So the New York thing is maybe like the spark that got it going, but like it, it, that can't be the whole answer, you no, know? I and, and I think too because it wasn't it wasn't a gross looking rat. Like he wasn't yeah. a gross rat. And also, it's like you're far away enough that you're not like you know up in the rat's business, right? And I and that was another thing that I didn't want to do because I knew that if you. I know how I know how animals work. You get too close to something crazy like that, and you you'll spook it, and it'll run off. And I was like, I want to see how long he dra- right. he or she. I don't know. I've gendered it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to see how long this rat drags this slice of pizza, and I wanted to stay as far away as I could for as long as I could to make sure that that happened. Um, and it gave, and it did give up. It did. It did. It, it did. It so comes we have back. an answer there. It comes back real fast, grabs like a nibble or two away from it, and kind of tugs at it, and then runs away again. <laughs> I guess I was gonna say, do rats like pizza? But basically, the only thing I know about rats, which I learned about them from cartoons, is that they like cheese. That's basically all I know. Yeah. about. it seems like I guess it makes I guess it makes a lot of sense. So the other thing, so I was gonna say New York. Right. I was gonna say. Um, the ninja, you have an, there's a Ninja Turtles connection that helps too. You made the Ninja uh, as many people did, but like I, I, it was it's in the YouTube description. The yes. that like it's like the idea that it's uh, you know of course Master Splinter bring home pizza for the turtles. Yeah, I I love too that like everybody. If you look at the comments, like ninety percent of the comments are making that joke, and then a certain percentage of those are yelling at those people for the, that joke already being made. And then other people yelling and saying that I stole that joke from people that made that joke. Just a lot of yelling. Just I think a lot it's of yelling. really funny. Yeah. Like that's when it becomes yell tube. <laughs> has there been a, is, what's the best comment you've seen on uh, pizza at? Um, uh, uh, what was it? Someone made a, uh, someone made an of mice and men reference. Um, uh, it, it was like, it was like of mice and pizza or something like that and okay. I that I was like oh that's actually really clever um the the one that I thought was hilarious for all the wrong reasons um and it involves some bad language I'm okay with that okay um and I don't approve of this language but it just it was the <laughs> it was the terseness of the phrasing uh I'm gonna explain it. it was the terseness of the phrasing and the abbreviation in it and the decision that I realized this person made a decision to log into YouTube and then click the comment section, open it up, type, and you ha- you can't just hit enter. You had to hit send. So it went to all this effort just to comment, T-Y, faggot. <laughs> I was like, that is so wrong on so many levels. And why... Like, what did you think you were contributing to the conversation? <laughs> okay. So that's the, the other thing I want to say just about it spreading is uh, pizza. People love pizza. Like pizza is like an internet thing and everyone likes to talk about how much they like pizza on the internet. You know, yeah. like if it's carrying a taco, forget, put aside the math of that for a second. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like pizza is like kind of the internet's favorite food. Yeah. Even if he's dragging like soba noodles or something, which would be really impressive. Right. Like it's not, it's not pizza. Pizza is like this portable, like internet phenomenon but there phenomenon. is something special about the video because i think this is really funny i've seen more than a few people since be like you like pizza rat well here's a rat and a pigeon fighting over a french fry yes. or like a lot of like uh, like look out pizza rat here's a squirrel with a piece of hamburger you're gonna love and it's like <laughs> it's like no that's not exactly correct it's like 
there's it's something specific about this footage of this pizza rash. It feels very like Roger Meyer Jr. Yeah. Of like, ah, kids like but kids like animals, kids like food. Throw them both together. See how many we can put out there. I mean, I've seen animals eat <laughs> like it's not uncommon to see animals with food, though. I guess the entire slice of pizza made it a little different. Right. So now it's like uh, mania. You're on the news. You're like, yeah. What do they ask you when you were on Fox about it? So they were they were asking me like, you know, and I was having fun well, with well, all of it. Do they have better or worse questions than me? Worse. It was not worse, but just less in depth. Um, they're <laughs> they're trying worse. to sounds worse. Yeah, I mean, they're because one, they're in a news van and they've got other stuff to cover that night. And they also wanted to go to the station and shoot the the remote rap from the station. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that and. You know, so it was it was a lot of like, oh, so this is pretty crazy. How does it feel? Um, what do you think this? And of course, what do you think this rat means? And, I, you know, I would just answer like, he's not the hero this city needs, but he's the hero this city deserves. You know, I will remind you that I mentioned that Matt reviews comic books. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like Wired, Wired interviewed me or emailed me and they were like, do you have a quote about what pizza rat means? to New York City and I said yeah Pizza Rat's the new Statue of Liberty and they published it (laughs) and they're like right, great thanks yeah (laughs) and I you know there was some backlash out there too which I thought was hilarious um I can't be what's the what is the source of Pizza Rat backlash what is the objection um well it was it was personal and directed at me which I loved um how like what how does that work so the Opie and Jimmy show on Sirius XM, uh-huh, uh-huh. they had uh, Mike Rao from Dirty Jobs, okay, and Pete Davidson on the show, okay, that week, and Ten uh, Ten Wins, the AM radio station in New York, sure, uh, interviewed me, and I was, you know, I'm just like dicking around, and and like they're asking me questions about like this artsy stuff like that, so I'm like answering them, like you know, well, you know, I think that it's very you know, telling of whatever. But right? Opie and Jimmy got their hands on that. Mike Rao brought it up and was like, I heard this douchebag on the radio. And Pete Davidson called me a fucking asshole. And they were just like, who does this asshole think that he is? He's, oh my God, it's a fucking rat. What a dick. And this guy's just going around. I, I thought it was so funny. Um, other people were like, really upset like when my mom heard it because my brother's a big opie and jimmy fan and mm-hmm. he's the one who told me about it and when my mom heard it she was upset she was like you need to tell them to take that down i was like that's not <laughs> how the world works mom i love you but no. well, it is i mean it seems like their their beef should be with the insane people asking you artistic questions about pizza rat right right did you eventually license it? You signed with one of those people i did how, that how did you night. pick the one you did that night how'd yeah. you pick them i mean that's that's a like a crazy intense decision that like 24 hours you would never imagine you'd have to make. And then like, I don't know, you got to like sign a piece of paper and like give away this, I don't know, <laughs> uh, this, this thing, you know? So, yeah. so how'd you make that decision? How'd you pick who you picked? Well, um, once, I, once I got back, uh, I went back to my girlfriend's place and we sat down and I started looking at all of the emails that I had been getting. And how many emails are we talking here? Uh, like total that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably got, I think it was something like 700. Cool. It was insane. It was absolute insanity. And I, um, 
so I started researching and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick through these. Uh, and I had her, I would like call out a company and she wrote their name down. And then I took them all and I started looking them up on, uh, online. And as I was doing that, uh, I lucked out my, I was very fortunate. My, my friend, Charlie, who runs improv everywhere. Oh, he's also been on this podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, very early. Uh, I think Charlie's like episode 16 or something, but yeah, yeah. Charlie's great. Anyway. And, and he's a guy who knows the internet. Was knows... he at the pro wrestling watching pro wrestling at UCB? No, he wasn't there. Uh, yeah. I mean, Charlie, Charlie's a dad now. He sure. Can't... Sure. He can't be watching pro wrestling at UCB <laughs> at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I, um, he emailed me just to say congratulations and showed me a screen grab that it was on the front page of YouTube for uh, logged out users, mm-hmm. which is huge. And, I, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. While I have you on, uh, while I have your ear for a second, um, I asked him about licensing companies and he gave me a really great rundown of like how licensing has worked for him with Improv Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's a good person to ask about that. Yeah, and he gave me a lot of the confidence that I needed to to really look into these companies. And I just, I whittled it down to two and I called both of the representatives that had uh, that had been in touch with me that night and I just, I grilled them because I don't, I knew what they wanted to do because they wanted to represent it. They wanted to represent it for traditional media. Uh, they wanted to represent it for online. And they also wanted to uh, allow me to do partner level ads. Okay. Right? What's so, a partner level ad? Uh, basically like the quality of the ads or like the, the oh, on YouTube, ad buy on ad. YouTube gotcha, is a, okay. little, a little higher. So, um, I, you know, I grilled them because I don't know what this world is. And I needed to know that like, okay, it seems like everyone thinks that there's some money here. And even if it's $5, like I want to know that I'm working with a company that knows what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I wound up signing with the company that I did because they had a lot of really great answers. We negotiated a really great rate for me and I got to, I get to keep ownership of Mm -hmm. it. Like I still own the clip. Um, we have, uh, basically the terms of the deal seemed good enough for me that, that I wound up signing that night. So what were like you, when you're, what were you trying to optimize for with that deal? Was it like, I need to get paid or was it like, I'd want like decent human beings or like a reputable company? Like what were you looking for when you were shopping around? Well, what I learned was, what I learned during the day was one that, um, that traditional media companies can can and like need to pay for footage mm-hmm. for stuff like that. Right. And I don't know how to negotiate those waters. Mm-hmm. And I was already getting like, um, the doctors, the show, the doctors had reached out to me that afternoon. Um, this has to be on the doctors. Tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, a show, a show from NBC. I forget which one. Um, and news organizations from the Midwest ESPN contacted me that night. And wanted to show it on Sports Center. It's, it's it was so it's amazing just the speed at which everyone was like yeah we this is a thing we agree this is this yeah. is a thing now we're all on board yeah yeah this like that's it I can't get over it it just blows my mind like that's what really makes this unique even in the insane world of memes where like anything anything can happen in meme land right of uh, the velocity with which this became like quote unquote a thing is unbelievable to me like I, I just can't get over it I I just in. To me, I didn't know that it was... I assumed that they all moved this quickly. I assumed that, I like... I, I guess I don't know that they don't, but this seems unusual. Like, what's another one of... Like, what would be... What was, what was the last pizza at before pizza at? Oh, goodness. Ah. 
I should probably know the answer. To this. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think of, and I feel like any example that I'm that I'm giving is going to be like way old. But yeah. like, you know, like the like the squirrel on water skis or something. That's it. Yeah, that, that one's yeah. pretty old. Uh, okay, I was thinking maybe. I don't know. What was like? I, I guess that's maybe they're becoming less frequent. I'm trying to think of the last like random internet video where I could bring it up and like have a decent assumption that someone I'm talking to will have seen it. Like, and I feel like I could do that with pizza rat. I think, um, I've, I've not tried to, I've not tried to like, I don't want to say capitalize on it or anything, but I haven't like gone to any restaurants and been like, I need a table. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Things like that. My friends have, my friends have tried to do that while I've been with them. And it's very embarrassing. And without fail, every time that they've tried it, they've talked to someone and said, Hey, this guy shot pizza rat. And, Without fail, every person that they've ever tried that on has been like, "I don't. I'm sorry. What, what is what is pizza rat? So maybe I'm overestimating. And, and I was and so I and I'll That's just very like slink down <laughs> in my chair and be like, uh, "Give me a triple of whatever I was going to drink." <laughs> um, I want to check in because I've received a text. Yes, from Scott Weiner of Scott's Pizza Tours. I said, "Okay, I'm with Matt." So he says Subway Stop was the first Avenue L. Any guess what pizza place is from? He says, in all capital letters, I knew it! Exclamation point. I'll say Vinny Vincennes. See? There it is. I think our... I mean, we, we've got the the uh, New York Pizza Authority and the guy who shot the video yeah. both saying Vinny Vincennes. I think we can break the news here on yeah, let's the make Jeff it an Rubin, exclusive. Jeff Rubin show. Yeah. This is a Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin exclusive. The Pizza <laughs> Rat Slice is probably... From Vinnie Vincent. This is We can break the news that probably. <laughs> it is. I gotta say, like, I, I'm doing this a little tongue in cheek because, like, I don't think anyone gives a shit, but I am legitimately excited. That is a scoop for me. Yeah. For, in my world, that's a that's a huge scoop. I love it. I'm so I'm so glad we, we got that out. Well, you know, I, I to me, it's like the nearest choice, I'd say, especially because, like, I was trying to remember, is there like a Two Brothers or something? Or a Two Brothers is like a... a Dollar slice place. Dollar slice chain in the city. Where you'd be able to, where one could casually discard a slice of pizza for the vermin to to enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, oh, this was a dollar. Yeah. Um, So you've got, so I feel like we covered the day that it happened, but like the ensuing mania and like people yelling at you, like what's, what is the craziest thing that has happened in the past? And how long has it been? A few weeks now, right? Like three Uh, weeks? It's been, it's been three weeks uh, this past Monday. As of this recording, it's been three weeks. And like, what is the craziest thing that's happened in the past three weeks since that video came out? Hmm. Um, well, seeing, seeing a lot of like, like, Okay, the craziest thing to me was seeing Stephen Colbert not only cover it, but ask then not only ask Donald Trump if mm-hmm. he'd seen it, and seeing Donald Trump say yes, he had seen the video. Well, Donald Trump's on Twitter all day, so that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, he brought it up again in a song later that week for the Pope. Like, there was a line about the pizza rat steals your hat. And I was like, this... This is, um, okay. Well, they did jokes about it on right. Colbert, uh, SNL, uh, Tonight Show. So, yes, the for me, for me far and away, it took me a minute to, like, process, like, where have I seen it and stuff. For me, for real, with, without hesitation, 
it was it was seeing it on Saturday Night Live, um, especially because it was like the the opening monologue bit. Um, I've been obsessed with Saturday Night Live. I was going to say I can, having known you for God, I don't know, fifteen years now. Yeah. I can confirm Matt Little very obsessed with Saturday Night Live his entire life. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, I contributed the Weekend Update for like a season and a half back in like two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Um, I applied, I applied as a writer and as a Weekend Update contributor this year, and I didn't get either. Which you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, bummed about that. But then seeing. Pizza Rat yeah. as a character on the show, I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little bit because it was like, it was the closest thing I ever felt to being on the show. <laughs> it'll, yeah, it'll, like, I mean, you did something that had an impact that made the show. Yeah. And then it was on the, and then they made another joke about it the next week. Like it was on the Amy Schumer That's episode. That's what I'm saying. Too. Like there's a lot of fucking Pizza Rat jokes out there. Yeah. Uh, of all the, what's the best joke you've heard about Pizza Rat? Um, I really i I loved the Conan. I thought the Conan sketch was really funny. Oh, I didn't see the Conan. So Conan, another one. God, yeah. that's insane. Isn't like, that unreal? Every, like every single one of those shows that night must have been like, "What do we got on Pizza Rat?" Yeah. Um. I uh. I, I have friends. There's not a lot of hooks on Pizza Rat. I no. gotta say, like, there's nothing very inherently funny about it. I guess they're like, well, maybe there is because, or maybe it it gets back to what you were saying before, how it's like silent and you can like project whatever you want on it. So maybe yeah. even though I guess it doesn't have any obvious hooks and like you know, doesn't call to be satirized in any real way, but like right. there are, because it's such a blank slate, maybe you can, you know, find, find your own way in. Yeah. Like, like some of those, you know, part of the, like, you know, with double rainbow, if you watch it on mute, uh, you lose, you lose a bit of like what That's it is. a good point. Yeah. And I think that, I, I think that that was another advantage of it is like, <laughs> because it is what it is, you get the full impact of it. Even if someone's showing it to you in on mute on a phone. You know, it also makes me think of how you said earlier that it's a conversation starter because it's almost like the setup to a joke and then yeah. like you can write your own punchline to it. Like a pizza it, drag, a rat drags pizza down some stairs. Yeah, like it, it, it's like not quite a joke in and of itself, but it's like silly and funny and then like it, it feels like the setup for a joke where like yeah. then something funny happens. So, I mean, the, the spread really is pretty remarkable. Who, who else have we not mentioned? I, did I say the nightly show? Because I saw there was a nightly show pizza rat nightly Show, Nightly Show talked about it a lot. Um, Bill Maher was just talking about it last weekend. I mean, that's, uh, he's like a weekly political show. Like, there's no, like, Tonight Show Colbert. Like, they got to find stuff to talk sure. about every day. Like, Bill Maher, like, looked at the week and was like, what do we need to talk about this week? And we got to break it down about Pizza Rat. <laughs> was it on John Oliver's show? Uh, not of which I'm aware. That, I don't think so. And <laughs> I've seen, we're friends on Facebook. I've seen your Facebook wall. Like, you'd pro someone would have probably posted yeah. it if, if it was. Yeah, yeah. Your Facebook wall is seems like a never-ending stream of pizza rat, of, of like people spotting it in places, right? Yes, which is awesome. I Yeah, it's a great, like, you'd have to do it otherwise. Because again, too, like, it's so many people, so many people have blown this up. And another thing that people have asked me is like, oh, you've been writing and performing and producing original work for, like, 10, 12 years and the one thing that has that you've created that has exploded created in loose quotes but I mean the one thing that you've done that people have recognized is a video of a rat dragging pizza downstairs like does that upset you and I'm like no why it's... not why, why wouldn't well you can see the question right yes but yes. it doesn't upset you why why does it not upset you it doesn't it doesn't upset me because it's insane it just like it shows me that you can't predict how the world works. That is true. It is a 
it is like a crazy thing to happen to someone and you are a wonderful person for it to happen to. I feel like you are very, you're very well equipped to, and I think you've demonstrated that, like what you're talking about, like I think you're very well prepared and equipped to kind of deal with um, this, like the inherent silliness of it while like still taking it seriously, you know, and like, yeah. and getting, uh, I guess kind of what needs to get done, done. So wait, did we cover, did we decide what the best joke was? I think we got off track. You said Conan and then I was uh, Conan, amazed it, at the spread of coverage again. Conan was pretty great. I, I thought that the, I thought Colbert saying like, that's nothing. If a rat doesn't deliver your pizza in 30 minutes, it's free. Uh, Cause it was just like so simple and, uh, and clever. Like a lot of his best work. Um, the, uh, to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the others that I've seen. Um, I, I feel like I feel like that's probably my favorite though. What about like weird? I shouldn't say weird. I don't mean to put a judgment on it, but you know, internet remixes, fan art. Maybe maybe they are weird. Is there any weird stuff? Is there any like pizza rat erotic fan fiction? Um, not not of which I'm aware yet. Um, and I, do I still haven't finished my search first draft. On my phone. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, Fifty Shades of Pizza. <laughs> um, it, it's. It's Pizza Rat slash X-Files. The yeah. Pizza Rat meets Mulder, and they really, <laughs> right. they hit it off. Um, I, uh, Perry Grip did a Pizza Rat dog song. I don't know who Perry Grip is. He, uh, he was the lead singer of Nerf Herder. Oh, I know he does that now. I yeah. Know he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I didn't know that he did that either, and... I produce a show for Frederator called Toy Pizza. It's an online show that they do. And I was over in their offices, and those guys are very plugged in. And they were like, did you see Perry Grip covered it? And I was like, I, I don't know. And they were like, how do you not know Perry Grip? And they brought it up, and I just saw, like, it, like all of his stuff gets, like, seven, eight-figure views. And I was like, oh, my God, this is... This is unreal, yeah. and people creating vines based off the based off of his song. And what's like a create? What's the most transformative pizza rat thing you've seen? Um, oof. Can I, I tell I've worked in internet content by yeah. by use of the word transformative. What do you What do you mean by transformative? Well, just like someone. Do, I, I'm curious, someone doing something really creative with it, and like taking it and turning it into something cool. Because I think that's what's cool about the internet is when people do that. I love. Um, I tried my hand at a few of them. Uh, uh, I made, um, I took like the cover from Drake's, if you're reading this, it's too late mm -hmm. and switched the words around to say, if you're eating it's this, it's too late and put it over, like put the words over the There's thing and gotta be a straight out of Compton pizza rat thing yeah. somewhere. Someone must've done that. Like straight out of, uh, the stair pizza, straight rat. out of Vinny's. Yeah. Um, I, I think the coolest thing that I saw was, um, uh, the, uh, the image that was the I Heart New York logo, but it was I Pizza Rat New oh, York. Oh, is that a t-shirt or someone it's, made the logo? Is someone made that. That's a good t-shirt. Yeah, it's it's an incredible portrait too. Like it's an amazing illustration. Um, it was like, it's this really goopy cheese and it's kind of hanging over the Y mm. and it's, it's just, um, uh, that one I was most impressed by because it felt, what I liked so much about that was it took something that's already iconic in New York is the I heart yeah, NY yeah. logo that everybody knows. And it put it over, it put this over it and it just, it, I don't want to say it looked right. That feels pompous to say, but it, it like, it was really well designed and it was really cool. Um, that one, I think. And plus the sort of, um, minimalist 
uh, nature of the image. Like I'm big into like minimalism and stuff and that, that too, I really love Like it wasn't over cluttered. It wasn't like, Oh, here's a sunburst behind it and stars and stuff. So with pizza rat, I mean, it seems like you found, obviously there's like some short term benefit, like to a degree you like found a box of money, which is wonderful, you know? And like, well, I don't know. I don't know how big that box is yet. Gotcha. So, So, but I'm just, I'm just curious Beyond that, those like immediate benefits though, like is this helping you at all? Like make connections, like positive impact on your life? Um, I think that's still remaining to be seen. I've had some really great conversations. I've met some really cool people that I've been able to sort of just uh, talk to and bend their ear for like career advice and things like that. Um, It's odd and I kind of knew this and I had to, you know, kind of temper myself because everyone around you gets really excited when something like this happens yeah. because it's, it, because it's fun. It's silly and it's, it's fun. It's one of the craziest things I've seen happen to someone I know, I would say. Oh, like, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, it is an insane thing. Um, but it's, uh, it was probably an hour or two before I realized you were the person who shot it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry, that's the you, best. What were you going to say? Um, I, I'm still trying to, I, I, I'll be honest. I am trying to use it to just like, talk to people and kind of get my work in front of more people. Because the other thing is I'm not in the video. So nobody really knows that I did it right. My face isn't in it. My voice isn't in it. I shot it. It's on my channel, but so many people are just clicking it directly from someplace else that I'm still sort of anonymous in it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I have to, um, also because it's not really connected to what I do as like, uh, within my career, you know, I'm not a guy that's like, you know, I go out and I shoot animals in the wild and I happen to shoot one animal that really took off. I don't have a portfolio of animal videos. I can't even imagine like what your career would be where it's like, this is just a natural extension of it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I guess Scott, I guess Scott would be the person, right? Scott, <laughs> Scott's a guy who has made a career out of pizza, which uh, is yeah, we're, amazing. Anyway. So I'm sorry. What were you saying? Uh, I, I just, um, I'm trying to use it to hopefully kind of open some doors. And if, if it does, then what an amazing bonus. And if not, I am in the same place where I was before this happened. And I like the work that I'm making right now. And, um, seems like you're having a hell of a lot of fun. I am having a ton of fun with it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot to do by myself. What do you um, like? What's the work? Like, Three, we're three weeks into Pizza Rat now. Like, what what was the Pizza Rat workload today? Well, this is how it has benefited me positively. I mean, you're here. You're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get to I get to do uh, fun interviews like this. Um, I have been able to. Um, I've been producing a couple of pilots over at MTV, and one of them has sort of been languishing. And because all of a sudden this happened, all of it, like the department where I produced the first pilot suddenly wants to like push it out again and they're talking to all these other to cool. all the other networks. He's got heat. Yeah, yeah. Um and that's really cool. Um the uh I'm sorry, what was the question again? Uh I think, uh, oh, just today like what do you oh, do, like how so, is, what is the workload for Pizza Rat today? So like I you know, I this gave me this gave me a little bit of money so far and I used that money to create an LLC for myself so that I can, you know, kind of put all my creative endeavors under one umbrella and actually start doing it like a business, which is great. Um, uh, because of that, like I'm filling out 
tax forms and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know business stuff. It's not all pizza, folks. Right, the pizza um, rat industry. It's it, and and that's that's been communications have been the biggest thing. You know, answering emails. Um, I how many emails are you getting about it like now? Oh, it's slow. It's it's slowed way down, but they're still coming, right? But yeah, yeah, they're like creative. It's it's mostly like creative stuff, like um, shirts. Uh, uh, stuff like that. People have like wanted to ask me about like making um, pins and shirts and but can and I, stuff like do that. Do I need to? I'm a pin manufacturer. I, you know, it's another it's another thing I do is I manufacture pins. Can I put a piece of pizza and a rat on a pin and not talk to you about it? Just saying. Oh, 100. Um, percent I mean, people were already putting pizza rat shirts up like two days after the uh, video went out, and they. Uh, and to me, I'm like, well, more power to them. You know, I'm not trying to, I think that's the other thing that kind of people got gun shy about with this is that they, um, they read stories that sort of mis misconstrued the, 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 uh, the process of like licensing. Cause I think part of the pizza rat story also became, Oh, there's a whole licensing market out there where people, I did see an article to that effect yeah. about like using pizza rat as kind of a news peg for like, there's meme Halloween costumes. Oh, the dress, the dress was the, I, that's the, that, it. The yeah, article mentioned go. the dress, which was, I think the last pizza rat like thing. That was, that was another whiplash one where was, I, one I didn't so know fast. what the whiplash, what the dress was at noon. I was sick of was it. Was sick of hearing about it at one thirty. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that's cool. It's, it's cool. I don't know. It's, it's fun and it's interesting and it's exciting to see an essentially random thing happen to you. I mean, it's cool if it happened. I think there's a lot of people who wouldn't have the instinct to take it out and record it or then to upload it and, you know, then upload it, uh, email Gawker and all that. So you, you did all that. But in a way, it's sort of a random thing that happened to you. Yes, 100%. And it's cool to recognize that opportunity I think and like I don't know grab whatever the hell you can out of it be it like uh, fun or connection or just money that's what we're really obsessed with here at the Jeff Rubin Jeff Rubin show is cold hard cash yeah are we gonna cut to your are we gonna cut to your buy and sell segment <laughs> yeah. <after this? laughs> but like what I don't know whatever the hell like it just seems I, I don't know I, I, I don't know what you're gonna get out of it um, but whatever it is it seems good and yeah. I like that a lot I'll, I'll tell you it seems fun and unpredictable and I like that a lot about it too I I think I'm really fortunate because I, you know, I've studied improv for years and, and like, I love comedy. I love just like, even going back to college, I used to, you know, we would go out and if, if people went home early, I, and I was walking down the street and I saw a party that looked really fun on a balcony, I would go up to that apartment and I would get in the beer line and I would just start talking to people until I got to the front of the line. And then I would start pouring beers four people so within 20 minutes i knew people at this party um, so if anyone asked me like what are you doing here who do you know i'd turn around and these people would be like oh you don't know matt matt's great blah 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 um i just like weird adventures like that i just uh, so this is this is a weird adventure for sure yeah yeah and like with improv just like accepting things as they come and saying like all right let's see if we roll with this and if nothing happens with it that's fine um, and I've just, that's what I've been doing. And I'm just trying to have a lot of fun with a really weird thing. That's cool. Well, I guess it sounds like you are. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, I can, uh, here's another scoop. Oh. I'm going to be pizza rat for Halloween. Yes. I'm not making that up. I ordered the rat ears and tail and, uh, from 
you know, Scott runs a pizza fundraiser every year, Slice right. on Hunger. It just happened. Wonderful event. They sell dollar slices of pizza. Last it, Wednesday, right? Yeah, they give it to um, City Harvest uh, and to get like food to people that need it and it's a great event and one year I won at a raffle like a pizza texture t-shirt and it's like the shirt is like just like uh, uh, just this like cheese pizza texture like oh it's actually texture yeah like all over the shirt oh, like, like all, every inch of the shirt and it's hard to find an excuse to wear it. But this Halloween, I will wear that shirt and uh, the rat ears. I'm going to be pizza rat for Halloween. I'm doing it. I'm in. So thank you. Thank you for doing the podcast, for giving me a Halloween costume. Um, I, I want to briefly turn the conversation a little bit. And some people are going to tune out now, and that's okay. I don't, I don't even mind. I don't care about them. Uh, because you also... Review comic books. I do. What should I? What 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 should I read? What's good? What's um, what's going on in comic books right now? So, are you looking for are you looking for superhero stuff? Or are you looking for huh, everyday I, stuff? That's a good question. I maybe somewhere in the middle, or like leaning superhero, but it doesn't need to have people in spandex. But I also not like Harvey Pekar. Not no disrespect, you know. No, but uh, that's totally that sort understandable. Of, yeah. Um, my the most accessible recommendation I'd give to you is Grayson. Ooh, right now. Oh, which is about Dick Grayson, right? Yes. But he's now a super, he's now a super spy working undercover. The world thinks he's dead. Um, so he's Batman put him undercover in the spy organization to find out what happened, like why and what their ultimate goals are. Is uh, this like, but they're only like two or three issues into that, right? Uh, they're on 14 right now. Oh, so there's like, well, that's the thing is I don't read comic books every week. So I need, I want like a good, I want to, mm-hmm. I guess what I'm really looking for is like a trade paperback or even a series where I can like really like, you know, sink my teeth into it. Oh, um, Mark Wade's Daredevil run. The entire oh, run that. is phenomenal from front to back. It's got great superhero stuff, but Wade is such a great uh, character writer and really dives into Matt Murdock as a character. He was he wrote him as like an adult superhero. Whereas like I love Spider-Man. I've always been a Spider-Man fan, but you know, Spidey is very much written as sort of like a teenage boy in an adult man's body. Mm-hmm. You know, this was this was uh Mark Wade writing a superhero who has dealt with depression and like has had mental breakdowns in the past and like trying to work past that and be an adult. So Mark Wade's Daredevil run, you know, I just read Southern Bastards was recommended to me, that and I read the first. Is unreal. It was great. Well, that's this is the problem with me in comic books is I read the first two trade paperbacks. I loved it; they're amazing. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll wait eight years now until the story's over. I can like actually read it. Yeah. I'm like the pace of comic books is difficult for me, so I'm, I look for like large collections I can kind of like knock out at once. Yeah, it, it's it's anachronistic in a way because of how we consume everything else that the pace yeah. of a story is released like a drip feed. Yeah, like I love Saga. I love Saga. Yes. It's like my favorite con- I don't read a ton but I read some and Saga is my favorite thing I've read in a long time and the pace at which it comes out is endlessly frustrating to me. Yeah. Like, I really feel like I should just wait several years and just catch up with it but it's like years. Like, I don't have the patience for that. I don't have the patience. It's It's tough and it's an expensive it's an expensive pastime if you're doing it month to month too. Trades, it's better uh, especially digitally, you get the whole thing in like one chunk, but like trying to collect single issues month to month is uh, yeah. almost pure insanity. All right, one more question. What is a comic book that you read recently and you were like, oh, this is going to be a movie? Um, Paper Girls. The new Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. God, I love Brian. I just talked about Saga. I love me some Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. But that, I, I'm not reading it because there's only one issue. I don't, I, I don't right. want to like touch it. I'm afraid I read to pick that. It up. I read that first issue and I was like, oh, this is this is tailor made. Like this is going to 
this is going to happen very quickly. Um, I also read Sex Criminals, and I was like, I, th- I felt like that could be a like a uh, premium cable show. I think it is. Oh, perfect. I think they did Excellent. actually. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I they announced that a few that. weeks ago. It was ago. a while ago when I read it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there's some recommendations for folks who are interested in both Pizza Rat and comic books. <laughs> yeah. Could there be a Pizza Rat comic book in the future? Um, if you go to whoispizzarat.com, we currently have a Kickstarter going for a Pizza Rat anthology comic book. Is this book. true? This is 100% true. Wow. So this um, would be an anthology of Pizza Rat stories? This is not something that I put together. This is something that someone else put together and I got looped into because they didn't know me and they were just like doing this on their own. That's weird. That's and weird. They didn't know. They did, did they not go to Penn State with us? No. Huh. It's someone I've never met before. Huh. Who is, most people went to Penn State, so that's yeah, unusual. Most yeah. like uh, like uh, tens of thousands. <laughs> um, this uh, um, uh, Chris uh, Cel Welsh is um, his handle on on Twitter and everything else. He's a great guy. He uh, has been an independent comics writer for a while, and he got some friends together, and they decided to make this an anthology. And um, my friend Crystal uh, looped me into a Twitter feed uh, a couple of weeks ago and I saw it and my my hands started shaking because I was like I I want in on this and cool. and I told him I, I just like I tweeted at him and I was like hey hi my name's Matt I shot that how do I get in on this hi I'm Matt how do I get in on this and um and I gave him my email address and he's like do you want to write do you want to draw I was like I can't draw I want to write something in this and he said you're in uh, so I'm going to, if it gets funded, it's uh, funding ends at the end of October. And what's the address again? Uh, Whoispizzarat.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will, uh, I will have written my first page in a comic book, which to me is like terrifying. Yeah, how come you never did that? Because uh, it, because it's I, hard. You can't draw. Well, I can't draw, but also like I've been such a lifelong comics fan that like I don't have a problem making comedy that doesn't turn out great and i'm obsessed with comedy but like i comic books literally mean so much to me that i that i feel like i would be a complete failure if i wrote something and it wasn't like good and i'm terrified to find out which is insane i know it's insane hearing it out loud but yeah i um, mean well here's the thing is you almost certainly got to write a few of them before they get good so exactly you might as well get started exactly and let's and, make, i don't know maybe you're phenomenally talented at it i like to say that with things i've never tried before like yeah i've never uh, i'm trying to think of a good one well recently i went skiing for the first time and like before i went skiing there was a chance i was an amazing skier and like yes. i just never had the opportunity before but now that i've gone skiing we know that that is simply not true you know i think maybe it's a uh, so like if you're not if you're not a great cook or you've never cooked you could say like you know i'm an unrealized iron chef award winning cook yeah you you might be amazing at it and yeah. but you, you don't know so okay so you, you should try you should you should write a comic book I, I would like to see a comic book written by you what else any other now that we've driven away everyone by talking about comic books sure. for five minutes sure. uh but sorry but i insisted that we talked about comic books for five minutes um any other pizza rat or other matt little links we can tell people about um if you go to i'm matt that's my website um i've got show dates up there if you want to come see me live uh i'll also be providing pizza rat updates on there and um twitter the matt little facebook the matt little instagram just matt little mm-hmm. it's just matt little you got in, you got in early on that one yeah yeah um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I post everything that I do on all of those, um, pizza rat wise, uh, I'm talking about, uh, I'm uh, working on some t-shirts. Uh, that's, that's been the first thing and a couple other cool things that 
are still in early discussion phases. So it's like, why even it's it, they're They're so early that they could go away as we're speaking. So it's like, why? It, but if they come out, they'll be really fun. <laughs> All right. Well, you will let me know. I'm sure I'll hear about it and I will let people know because I'm sure they'll want to hear about it. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show. Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin, thank you for having me. What fun. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening to that and I dare hope you enjoyed listening to it so much that you're going to want to listen to it again. This time also watching it, you want to relive the magic over at youtube.com slash Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin. Uh, again, you can watch this interview, and I have some more fun videos coming up, uh, including uh, I got our old friend Chris uh, Sullivan, who is in Freestyle Love Supreme. He is a beatboxer. He was on a previous episode of this show. I want to say around episode 110 or so. And um, he, whoa, so he's a beatboxer. And uh, somehow I talked him into coming over to play Parappa the Rappa. So that's going to be a video because uh, that you're going to need to see it. And also more Quiplash uh, with Owen and Hallie, which is one of the first videos I made. So videos coming out, podcasts coming out. Uh, you can hear about all of that if you just go to jeffroomandjeffroom.com and just kind of follow your instincts from there. I'll see you there, uh, and I'll talk to you on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, but for now, bye! Bye!